What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Nerdy Before It Was Cool podcast, where we talk TV and film, especially TV shows and films that have to do with comic book characters. I'm your host, Eddie Knight. It's no secret that I'm a huge DC fan, but it's also no huge secret that DC, over the past few years, trajectory has been very up and down. They have these really high peaks of success in these low valleys of decline. They've always been in a current state of flux. It seems like the so-called vision for these characters changes every Every few months. One of those reasons being the large success of the Snyder Cut movie, which I love, but there were a lot of directors promised movies because DC was clearly looking to move into a lighter tone of films and looking to weed Zack Snyder out. The Snyder Cut was supposed to be just a one-off movie, but it was so successful and with success comes money. And when the money comes in, you know these studios get really greedy. So we're definitely going to get into that as well as Henry Cavill very clearly wanting to keep his Superman run going, but DC trying to look other directions. But the fans have spoken, so stay tuned. All right, guys, man, I hope y'all have had a good week. If you are listening on the day of release, it is Thursday. Friday is almost here. Just thug it out one more day. For me, actually, Thursday is my Friday, so my weekend is upon me. DC seems like they're getting their crap together, but every time it seems like they does, it seems like they just get scared and abort the plan that they originally had. And I'm hoping that they don't continue to keep making that mistake after they've seen the success of a lot of different properties work like The Suicide Squad and The Snyder Cut, which were two completely different types of films, two completely different tones of films but they still work. It seems like, and I'm just saying it seems like, because once again, they always change their mind. It seems like they're finally figuring out that every movie does not have to be the same. One of my biggest issues with Marvel is that no matter how dark the story, no matter how light the story, all of the movies seem to have the same formula, minus a couple. And even though DC was very up and down and inconsistent with their films, I did love how every movie seemed like it was its own thing. Even though it was in a connecting universe and they were trying to make the larger grand scheme of things work, they still had the freedom to allow directors to direct outside of a few like, you know, Green Lantern and uh, <laughs> Green Lantern and uh, BVS, which, you know, the ultimate cut did it a little bit of justice, but it still was it had its issues, but still was overall a pretty good film. So as you've heard me say, if you've listened to me before, as well as if you listen to any other podcasts who cover this type of things, you probably knew that DC at one point in time was looking to go with a lighter format of their movies. They were basically trying to be a copycat Marvel because they felt like the reason why their movies were unsuccessful was because they're dark. But the movies weren't failing because they were dark. The movies were failing because they were a mess. So they did the unthinkable and gave another director, a.k.a. Zack Snyder, a shot to redo his work, which he did, which was the Snyder Cut, and he knocked it out the park. It was pretty clear that the big draw for even downloading or purchasing HBO Max was the Snyder Cut. Hence the reason why when it dropped, the Justice League Snyder Cut was their logo. And honestly, when they promote the HBO Max platform, still is. I don't know if Zack Snyder had some type of deal with them, but if he doesn't, he definitely should. Because I feel like he brought a lot of people myself included, to their platform because I wasn't going to pay 15 bucks to be able to watch a bunch of stuff that I've already seen. But anyways, guys, just shortly after Zack Snyder's Justice League was released, the CEO of Warner Brothers, Anne Sarnoff, I believe is her name, pretty much said that that's going to be the end of Zack Snyder's trilogy. Uh, the trilogy being Man of Steel, BVS, and then his Justice League. They said that that was the end. They weren't going to bring him back. And with the success of the Snyder Cut, 
also came the dropping of a movie called The New Gods. The New Gods was going to be a movie heavily involving and setting up Darkseid to be the future big bad villain for the DCEU. If you've ever seen a Justice League cartoon, read a Justice League comic book, whether it be the old comics or seen that cartoon, that really dope cartoon, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, you know Darkseid is not only a Superman villain and the Superman villain to beat, but he is also just the big bad for DC comic books. He's easily the biggest, the baddest, and most iconic supervillain in all comic book history. As of right now, in the movie world, the biggest bad has to be Thanos. But Darkseid came before Thanos. His presence was so heavily felt by Marvel that they had to create a counterpart, and their counterpart being Thanos. So Darkseid is that guy. He is that super villain to beat. And honestly, it just seems like a bunch of wasted potential. His presence in the movie of the Zack Snyder Justice League was so felt that I feel like it's really a waste of potential. It's a waste of money to not see new properties through involving Darkseid. It just seems like a given for me. But at the end of the day, I, I kind of understand, but I kind of don't. What I said a few years ago before the Snyder Cut even dropped, I said DC should focus on just making these movies good movies. Don't worry about trying to connect them all into an overarching story. We can go back and retcon the movies into the DCU format and the timeline as we need to do it. You don't have to focus so heavily on trying to set up the next movie and set up the next franchise and set up the next hero. Just make some good standalone trilogies that we can then later come back down the road and retcon and say are connected in some large way by the multiverse. And obviously that's what they're going with heavily now with the Flash movie coming out in 2022. I just personally felt like at that time that made the most sense. But now with the success of the Snyder Cut, what seems to make the most sense for me is to keep the Snyderverse going, even if it's only on HBO Max. We're clearly stepping into the multiverse theories with the Flash movie, so why not play into that heavily? I understand that these movies cost a lot of money to make, and they have a lot of different things that they want to get done. They have a lot of movies that they want to shoot. They have a lot of ideas that they want to entertain, but come on, man. They're making a Peacemaker movie, and although I do love John Cena... I mean, I'm not really that excited to see this movie. It probably will be good and it will be another opportunity for a director to tell a close up, more personal story that an audience will probably react well to. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. There's nothing wrong with telling those close up personal stories with characters that are more side characters and not our main characters like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. I can't scream and complain about how I wish that other characters got more shine outside of the main ones if I wasn't going to be receptive to new characters getting movies. I just don't think that means I just don't think that means that our big guys have to be put on the back burner for them to do so. It just doesn't make much sense. And it also doesn't make sense for them to not go along with the Snyderverse, but because they're using all of the Snyderverse characters. The Snyderverse Batman is going to be in the Flash movie. Wonder Woman 3 is still going to be starring Gal Gadot. Aquaman 2 is still going to be starring Jason Momoa. We're still using their backstories from their movies. We're still using the same backstories from when they were in the Snyderverse. So it doesn't make sense. I just don't necessarily understand the thought process behind it. If we're going to be using the same backstories, the same premises from the Snyder Cut movies, why not just go ahead with the Snyder Cut? 
And that brings up the thought process of even if Zack Snyder isn't directing any more of these movies, they're still going to be doing the Snyderverse because every character in the future DCE movies outside of the new um, Batman and outside of the Peacemaker and all those movies, every character that we've already seen is going to be getting a sequel. They originated from the Snyderverse. So I guess you can kind of say in a way that it is restored in a way, you know? Um, so I guess beggars can't be choosers. You know, I do wish Zack Snyder himself would get to stick around and finish out the vision, but who knows? Maybe they'll call him in to consult on a few movies and throw in a few ideas for some up and coming movies like the Wonder Woman movie. And I'm sure he has at least something to do with the new Flash 22 film and probably something to do with Aquaman 2 as well. So to the people that have been shouting restore the Snyderverse, I think you are going to get your wish, but only halfway. I don't think the nightmare sequence from BVS and the new Justice League Snyder Cut are going to play out. I don't think we'll get any more of Jared Leto Joker. He had a falling out with WB anyway, so I don't see that working out. But I think we will get it in some way, just not in the way that we wanted. So it's kind of like a bittersweet thing. For whatever reason, DC hasn't had too much faith in the Superman character as a whole. Henry Cavill is the perfect Superman and the fans love him. So I don't really understand the thought process, but we're kind of getting the Snyderverse, but kind of not. But go ahead and stick around, guys. Next, we're going to get into Henry Cavill's Superman and DC's lack of faith in the character. So you may or may not be familiar with Zack Snyder's Man of Steel in the DCEU. Honestly, this is probably one of the most polarizing movies I've ever seen. You rarely see a movie that seems like literally half the audience loves it and half the audience hates it. But me personally, I never fell in either of the categories. When I first watched it, it was so many interesting ideas in the film and so many things that really felt like Superman and so many things that didn't. And even though I told myself and anyone who asked me that I didn't really enjoy the film, I always found myself going back to watch it. And I think that really says something about the film itself. And honestly, in my opinion, what art is supposed to be, which is one subjective and two supposed to start a conversation. This is a movie that has been talked about by many, many people over the years, debating whether or not it's a good movie, debating whether or not it's a good Superman film. And just and that is amazing to me, whether you like the movie or not, that is what art is supposed to do. Most people's gripe with the film is that Superman is supposed to be hopeful. He's supposed to be a beacon of hope. He's supposed to be just all around ideal and good. That's why one of his nicknames is the Boy Scout in a lot of the comments. He's just supposed to be good all the time. And me personally, although I do like Superman, I mean, he's one of the most iconic superhero characters of all time. I never liked that about the character. I haven't read a lot of Superman comics and haven't seen a lot of Superman medium outside of the mainstream movies that have been published and the Superman, the animated series, as well as like the Justice League stuff. My favorite iteration of the character that I've seen has been him in the Justice League stuff, the cartoons in the early 2000s, because he wasn't just a Boy Scout. He was a comic book character who experienced a lot of different ranges of emotion from fear to anger to insecurities. And they showed that really well. Yes, in the end, he always ended up choosing doing the right thing for the most part, unless he was influenced to do something else, whether it be like an outside force or Lex Luger, Lex Luthor, anything like that. But you know, he did experience a wide range of motion. He wasn't just sunshine and rainbows all the time and 100% just good. He just always eventually chose to do the right thing. 
So a lot of people's gripes with this character is that he was kind of emo, kind of down, not super hopeful all the time. And my answer to that is he doesn't have to be. And we also have to realize in this movie, he had only been Superman for about a year or so, if that. It may have honestly been less than a year. So he doesn't have to be the Superman that we know and love right away. Now, as I've said already, I didn't agree with every Zack Snyder decision that he made in these movies, but I do like the idea and the fact that he tried to start from a place that was different and to eventually get these characters to be the characters that we know and love. BVS, another polarizing movie that I didn't love right away and still don't 100% fully love today, but I do appreciate it more than I did when it first came out. Batman was a murderous psychopath who has been driven to the extreme. He, the point of the movie is he's not the Batman that we've seen before. That's the whole entire point. He's completely gone and jaded. He calls himself a criminal. When talking to Alfred, he says things like, we've always been criminals. And Alfred's role in that film was to basically remind him and to remind the audience like, yeah, we've drifted very far away from the Batman character that we know and love. So over the years and after seeing the Snyder Cut, it was allowed, it allowed me to appreciate Batman's character as well as Superman's character. We see him slowly but surely becoming that beacon of hope and that light that we all know him to be. So with all that being said, I just think it's so much potential with Henry Cavill's version of Superman. Even if they go along with the Michael B. Jordan version of Superman and do that Elseworld story, that is fine because of the multiverse stuff that's happening with the Flash movie. We know there's multiple different worlds and different universes. The Batman's happening somewhere else. Then, you know, all these different movies are happening in different time periods and on different timelines. So it's okay if there is a Michael B. Jordan Superman movie sometime in the future. We can still move along with Man of Steel 2. There's just so much more story to be told with the character. And now that we've gotten through everything, we can finally see how Superman handles himself after the effects of BVS. After being killed, yeah, we see him pop up in Justice League, but he was popped up at the very end of the movie just to kind of help out. We still don't really know where his head's at, how he feels, what he's going to do in the future and things like that. The ending of that movie mainly focused on Batman and obviously that epilogue or prologue or whatever showing the nightmare sequence. That was just kind of fan service. I don't think that is going to play out. And also we want to see his ideology and how he conducts himself now that he had to kill Zod after the first Superman movie. Superman has always had rules and a code that he goes by. Now we can see that code be in full effect after the killing of Zod, after him dying himself and being brought back and knowing what he knows about the universe. The fans really want to see Henry Cavill continue, and Henry Cavill has been quoted in many interviews, one being one with The Hollywood Reporter, that he wants to continue the stories with the character and out of his mouth he said there is a lot of story that has been untold and he wants to tell it with that character i think warner is hesitant because they don't want to use Zack snyder's universe anymore so to be kind of spiteful i don't know if they want to continue with a lot of his characters used especially ben affleck's batman and henry cavill's superman 
but they've brought in The Rock to play Black Adam, and The Rock and Henry Cavill are managed by the same person, and The Rock has quoted many times that he wants Henry Cavill's Superman to appear in the Black Adam movie. He wants them to kind of go head to head. He said there's gonna be a new power hierarchy in DC. So all these signs pretty much point to Henry Cavill coming back in the future and doing Man of Steel 2. Initially, the reports were there was gonna be no Man of Steel 2, but they were just signing him up for like a six or eight movie cameo deal where he'll pop up in other heroes movies, but not have his own superhero movie for a while. And I personally think that's just a waste of the character and a waste of Henry Cavill's talent. He's been pretty vocal about coming back as a character and I just don't see any reason to ditch him. But let's get into a couple of quotes that he said in the Hollywood Reporter when asked about reprising his role. Henry Cavill says, and I quote, there's still a lot of storytelling for me to do with Superman, and I would absolutely love this opportunity. And when talking about the Man of Steel movie and the ending where he had to kill General Zod, he just killed the last remaining member of his species. That's the choice he made in that moment, and he'll never do that again. There's an opportunity for growth after that, to explore the psyche of Superman as a deep, seemingly invulnerable godlike being, but with real feelings on the inside. As I always say, the cape is still in the closet. And if you want to check out that article, that was his interview with The Hollywood Reporter. But And he's done plenty of other interviews talking about this as well. So he clearly still has a lot of love and passion for the character, still clearly wants to do it. And there's been way too many rumors about his contract to show up in future DCEU movies for me to believe that he's done with the character. So you can take that however you want it. But I believe Henry Cavill definitely is going to come back and reprise his role. As a side note, I wonder how Zack Snyder feels about a new director coming in and basically taking over his stories with these characters like Henry Cavill's Superman and DC's Justice League if they do a Justice League 2 in the future. Since he created these versions of the characters, he'll definitely get like an executive producer credit, but more than likely won't have anything to do with the films. Because DC CEO and plenty other big wigs at DC have pretty much stated that they are not intending to hire Zack Snyder again, but they've been in talks to be bought out by Discovery. So maybe if Discovery wants to come through and follow suit with Zack Snyder's plan, then we might get it. But if the people who are in charge now stay in charge when Discovery comes on board, I just don't see them hiring Zack Snyder again. But with that being said, Zack Snyder is not hurting in the least. He has a great new deal with Netflix. He dropped Army of the Dead, Army of Thieves, and he's working on more movies over there with Netflix, where I'm sure he is loving being able to create his own original ideas and original IPs and pretty much being able to do whatever he wants over there. So he's not hurting at all. And I'm sure that he is doing just fine. But I thank you for tuning in to the Nerdy Before It Was Cool podcast, guys. You can find this on any DSP you listen to your podcast on under the same name, Nerdy Before It Was Cool. If you didn't know the schedule of the episodes, I release every other Thursday as of now. I want to eventually get to every single Thursday, but as of now, it is every other Thursday. So be sure to tune in. I'm Eddie Knight, and I'm out.